Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Only Football. It is June 3rd, which means we're only three months away from football season, right, Rick? It's June 2nd. Oh. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> <laughs> we are, how, how, how long did you say? We're three months? Three months. I mean, yeah, yeah, technically three months. three months and 10 days, if you want to get specific. I don't want to get specific. Well, actually, the first game's on a Thursday night. <laughs> We'll just call it three months in about a week. Yeah, we'll say that. I'm excited. Uh, I am also excited. What I'm kind of excited about uh, is all these guys missing OTAs <laughs> <laughs> because, I don't know. We'll get into it first. Uh, let's let's talk about Lamar Jackson missing out uh, or just being absent from the OTAs. I know you've got a little bit to say about it, so I'll let you go first. Yeah, I just, out of all the ones that I've seen, usually it'll be a player that has been in the system for a long time, and maybe like Tom Brady's scenario where it's like he doesn't need to show up for OTAs, he's got seven Super Bowl rings, and he said he wanted to spend more time with his family, or like, Mm -hmm. it just, for Lamar Jackson, it seems a little off, and the, the reason is because he hasn't signed, you know, a mega contract worth, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, so... You would think that a player would, you know, want to be there to be showing the franchise that this is a guy that they should invest in. However, you know, we know that head coaches and players work out things. And one thing to keep in mind is some players miss OTAs because they're working out mm-hmm. with their own personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what Lamar's doing in his absence from OTAs, but I did think that it was a little different than. I did think that it was a little. <laughs> Sorry. Different. I stupid, thought somebody was disagreeing. Yeah, I was like, oh, what, what does this bitch want to say about this? <laughs> about to tear her up. Shut the fuck up. You would agree, though, right? Like, out of all the people absent, there's some of the ones, like, we talked about Aaron Rodgers last week. It was like, yeah, but we kind of knew that was going to happen. He has a trend of doing that. Yeah. But, and then you'll see, like, positions, like, running back position, like, position groups will mm-hmm. miss it a lot of times because they're working yeah. out with specific running back trainers and things like that. But the quarterback is a little different because... And we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later because we have kind of opposing sides on this. Yep. But I think that the quarterback should be there, and I'll leave it at that. And I think quarterbacks that haven't signed a long-term contract should definitely be there even more so. <clears throat> and and I would agree with you on that, right? Because just like Aaron Rodgers, when we were talking about it last episode, Lamar Jackson has J.K. Dobbins, Mark Andrews, and a very suspect wide receiver group. Like they got rid of his, they got rid of Hollywood Brown over the off season, right? And or I mean, I, they got rid of him, or he like signed he, elsewhere. Um, no, 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 he, they traded him. Yeah, they, they, they traded him. him to Kansas City. Yeah, they traded him to Kansas City. And right now, wide receiver one for for Lamar Jackson is Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay, and James Prochet the second. None are getting drafted who, on your fantasy football who team. Who <laughs> is that? Yeah, like who is that? The the only the only guys you should be drafting on fantasy football from the Ravens are Lamar Jackson, uh, Mark Andrews, and J.K. Dobbins. That's it. Yeah. But like, even I had Hollywood Brown on my team a couple of years ago, and 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 I'm sure people had him had uh, Hollywood Brown on their team last year. So I agree, right? Like Lamar Jackson should be at OTAs because just like Aaron Rodgers, he has no idea who he's throwing to other than Mark Andrews. Now, Mark Andrews is a very, very productive tight end. He is top five. Top five, easy, right? But he should also be worried about his wide receivers, but that he is also somebody who, and I, (laughs) as someone who had Hollywood Brown on his fucking roster, right? And Mark Andrews, 
Mark Andrews is his number one option all the time if he's not running the ball himself. Right. So while I agree that he should be there, um, the only disagreement with me about Lamar Jackson specifically is that he's already won an MVP. He has shown the league that he is the most valuable player in the league. Um, and that's kind of the only issue, I, or not not issue, but the only reason I could be like, that's why he's not at OTAs right, right. now. You know, right. and and maybe, um, maybe he's working out with other guys. He's he's saying himself that uh, in a tweet, I think it was like to uh, Chris Sims and like some other guy were, were talking shit about him, and he's basically like. Uh, he's like, this part of the OTAs is voluntary. I'll be there, just not on your watch. It's probably other QBs not attending voluntary OB- o- OTAs, but because it's me, it's a huge deal. He's like, find something else to talk about. Th- yeah, it's like, well, no, 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 Lamar. We make a big deal about every quarterback that yes, misses it, OTAs. It doesn't matter. like, but Especially kinda- ones that have never won a Super Bowl or a playoff game. Exactly, exactly. And, and to your point too, right? Like Tom Brady's earned the right to not go to OTAs. Yes. He came out of retirement for Tampa Bay. He wanted to spend time with his family. Give the guy time with his family. If he doesn't want to come in to work out in June, that doesn't take anything away, especially any of his seven rings. You know what I mean? Right, so, yeah. Um, he, he is – Lamar Jackson is important to this team, and I just don't think it is a huge, huge issue with him not being at OTAs because he's won an MVP, right? But, yeah. again, I agree with the fact that he should come and get to know his wide receivers because his wide receivers – are full of nobodies right now. And maybe, you know, maybe Ravens fans are a little bit more up to date with who who who's in the who's in the wide receiver room, but I am not. Yeah. So, well they I think they no, that was the Saints. I don't even know if they hit receiver in draft. Like I don't think they got I, I one can't of the remember. standout receivers. I'll look at it, but that like you said it's not like a big 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 deal, right? Yeah. But what I think it is is those little things, you know what I mean, they add up. And if he doesn't, you know, these are things that can only be worked out on the football field. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think personally that Lamar Jackson not being there, unless he's working with a personal trainer mm-hmm. and he has all of those receivers in a group chat and they're talking film and they're like in the books and wait, should I do this? If Unless that's happening, then that's one thing. But on the other hand, if they're having an extended vacation and doing things like that, I just don't. Yeah, I don't no. think it's the right time, and I don't want to use my argument up because mm-hmm. we are going to talk about this uh, in a second. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Kyler Murray because kind of the opposite thing. Kyler Murray is was avoiding OTAs, yep. just showed up, and now he's attending OTAs. So what do you what do you think about Kyler Murray and coming <clears throat> back to the OTAs? So Kyler Murray coming back to OTAs finally, right? It's almost like. Uh, we can stop talking about him and his contract or whatever, but this is also, at least from what his agent has said, and I, you, you know, you wrote down the notes for this, but it's an it's it's him extending an olive branch to being like, hey, re-sign me, but I'm you know I'm here because I do want to play for this team, and this sh- you know shows that good faith, I guess. Yeah. But also, like, dude, like, I, like you're gonna go ahead and do this scrubbing of your social media cry about not getting a contract and then be like yeah but you know this is good faith dude go fuck yourself like you are up your own ass at this point you know what i mean and and again murray is someone who 
and we've talked about it before, you know, like like they, they're very good in the beginning of the season and, you know, they're going to be on the in-season hard knocks this year. So we're going to see them, how they are during the first half of the season, what happens during the, the second half. Um, and this is another guy who got absolutely blown out by the by the Rams in, in the divisional round or the wild card round. I forget what it was. Do you remember what it was? No, I don't. Yeah, one of those two. Either way, blown out. And then he... He takes that loss, and what does he do? Instead of wanting to get better, instead of wanting to get with his teammates more, he's like, well, I want a better contract. It's like, dude, did you earn that shit? Because I don't think you earned that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and let's be honest, right? Like, they had Josh Rosen, and they got rid of him after his season because they drafted Kyler Murray. Like, they they, they obviously have plans. I do I do think, though, <clears throat> that he, he has earned uh, a commitment from the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But I also believe in the process, if that makes sense. So yeah. I, I don't believe that they're obligated to jump the gun and pay him. Mm-hmm. I do believe that if he would just finish his contract, he will like what he finds on the other side of this bridge. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, like we talked about, it's getting harder and harder for people to finish their rookie contract for the quarterbacks that come in and make a difference right away. Yeah. And. Arizona picked up his fifth-year option, so uh, late April. Yeah. So that was really smart on them to get that right, and um, I don't, I don't know, I don't have too much to say on Murray other than like they got him some weapons. Um, it's really just kind of I, I he had a pretty, I'm pretty sure he had a terrible playoff game. And yeah, no, you know he what did. I mean? He, he, he was absolute garbage. And don't get me wrong. It, it was, was against blowout. the Rams. Yeah, it was a blowout. But still, the 49ers played him closer. Yeah, they you really know, did. In the same division. And you got Jimmy G there. Yeah, like, Johnny G. Johnny G. is <laughs> out there. And it was a three-point game. They, mm-hmm. You know, they lost by three points. The 49ers played better in the postseason than the Cardinals. And if you at week six, when they played the Packers, I think both teams were 6-0. It was something like a 6-0, 7-0. Maybe five and zero. Oh, it was in that range where yeah. it was like, wow, one of these teams is finally gonna lose a game because oh no, the Packers lost week one, but they went on that streak. It was yeah. like they didn't lose since then. Yeah. Uh, and then the Packers ended up winning, and I remember it was a big deal that the Cardinals were handed their first loss uh, because there was some players. I think Devontae Adams missed that game, and the Packers mm-hmm. were like, how are they gonna win? And they pulled it off somehow. Yeah. Cogs but always. that's. I mean, that just shows how good they were. Mm-hmm. At, at one point in the season, the hype was so high. Do you remember him, uh, his like Buddha celebration where he would like score and he would get in a meditation yeah. position? Yeah, yeah. There was people like even doing stories about that, mm-hmm. like before the Sunday football game. They, they would talk about like where that comes from. People wanted to interview him before games. The hype was real, mm-hmm. and they totally shit the bed. Now, like, is this? And this is the the fifth year option thinking to me is like, is it is he going to be able to stay healthy because of his size? for a yeah. full season like what what good is it to you know be great and earn a first seed if by the time you're in the playoffs you're operating at 65 70 percent yep also quarterback 510 you know what i mean if, if <laughs> drew Brees, drew Brees, <laughs> yeah i think he was even 511 yeah yeah now he's super you know versatile and he's he's got an arm but you do have to operate your offense differently and mm-hmm. this is what I would say about Lamar Jackson. We don't know who his receivers are, but if there was one team that doesn't need to have standout wide receivers, it would probably be the Ravens <clears throat> just because yeah. Lamar's going to rush for 1,000 yards. And you can't say that about any other team. Mm-hmm. So 
even the philosophy and the the players that you're drafting, you're like, hey, are we bringing in people that are going to go around an offense where it's going to be kind of a mobile bootleg short offense? Like that changes everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to run the same offense with Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson as you would paint Manning and Tom Brady. Yeah, absolutely. Two completely different paths. So when you don't have a long-term commitment to the quarterback, it makes it hard on the the franchise and the the owners and the GMs and the personnel for all those people um, to make decisions on who to draft. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you don't really know what direction you're going. Do I want these speedsters? Do I want, you know, big, huge possession guys? Are we moving away from Kyler Murray? So trust me, like the... The team itself wants to know that answer too. True, like every true. team wants to know what their long-term solution is at quarterback. No one's like, "This is this is fun that we don't have an answer." Yeah, I'm but, a Bears fan. That's not fun at all. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I've been through it for a while, but this is not like the Bears. <laughs> you know, like Jay Cutler's glory day. I, <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Did you see that meme of him smoking a cig, smoking just, Jay. Like, yeah, doesn't care about anything. No, but. Um, yeah, of course the, the team wants to, but Kyler Murray needs to understand that if they haven't done it, it's not because they don't want to. It's because they don't believe in him to mm-hmm. that point yet. And the best way to do it is to get out there and prove it, finish your contract, and win a playoff game. So, you know, I, I have no problem with Kyler Murray or the, the franchise for the way they handle this because I've seen holdouts go entirely too long. Where. Okay. You know, you're in the preseason and they haven't shown up. Remember when yeah. Zeke held out? Yeah. He and did. it was like, is he even gonna play? God, I think the I season started and he wasn't even on the field. Yeah. It was like Was it a couple games before he showed up? I think it was. Or him? yeah, that was him. And then Dak was gonna do the th- same thing and they paid him right away. Yeah. So like God, you gotta pay a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So it's all about leverage and I think Kyler Murray made the right decision. Just yeah, they're aware of what you want. But go back out there and keep working. Yeah, yeah, and I and I would agree with that, you know, because what again? What have you proven yet to this franchise who got rid of a first round pick quarterback for you? You know, right? Are you successful? Sure, you're successful in the regular season, but regular season success doesn't bring you a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like that old saying, like, oh yeah, you can go. I mean, just like the Patriots, right? You can go sixteen and zero, but unless you win the Super Bowl, that that doesn't really mean shit, you know. It doesn't. It was like they were the best worst, or they were the best loser that year. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like they were the place, best loser. First one to lose. You know, yeah. it's like, no, it's true though. Like, even if you try to go back 10 years and think about no, not the winners, but the opponents, you're like, who do they play? Who do they play? Yeah. And the only reason, right? Like, like we're kind of going a little off topic here, but the only reason they remember the, the, the Patriots losing or why they they remember the giants and the patriots that game first of all that game was fucking awesome right that was a really good super bowl secondly they had gone the first time undefeated in in the in the regular season since the dolphins i think like in 72 or whenever it is they did it so it is a little bit memorable but you're also right who remembers the losers i mean the only loser i can remember is the Bengals from last year so far yeah, and the Bears against the Colts and who's yeah, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, you know, I, I know the Broncos exactly, played the Panthers exactly, and Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I I, I don't know, and we could you know you want to you want to go into uh, yeah okay we're gonna talk a b- little bit about OTAs here just for a quick segment. Let's uh, hit it, Rick. It's time for the argument of the week with Kyle and Rick. 
All right. So argument of the week. I hope y'all like that. We literally, right before recording, kind of just got that done. <laughs> That's good. So I hope That's 100% like that. accurate. So <clears throat> argument of the week is, has, is exactly tied to Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Does not attending OTAs affect the team overall? And, and we kind of talked about this beforehand, but I just want to clarify for the people. Are we talking any player? Are we talking uh, uh, like a, a, a very – recognizable player in the in the in the franchise or quarterback what are we talking about? i would say that the more significant the player is to the team the bigger impact it has on the team okay so i mean that's pretty you know understandable I yeah think. and 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 kyle thinks it does it, he thinks it does affect the team overall do you want to go first or you want me to kind of go because i disagree it's up to you do we you you know what you go ahead and i'll just i'll finish okay he I wants would. to beat me that's the last word in. <laughs> so um <laughs> that's son of a bitch <laughs> conniving best um so <laughs> i don't think it matters that much for a player to attend otas one they're voluntary right and they do stress it enough like the coaches like even with cliff kingsbury with kyler murray hey the otas are voluntary mini camp is when it matters right when he comes in and um and he has to get to know these players. He has to be like in the playbook, things like that, with the players because it and it, it's also mandatory. And we were talking about Zeke earlier, right? Um, in terms of like Zeke, did it really matter? No. If he didn't join the team, sorry, I'm Birdman, I'm a little gassy right now. <laughs> if he didn't join the team one or two games in the season, and we still don't remember that Dallas Cowboys team, did it matter? You know what I mean, like. Like, I don't think it mattered. It's stigma-wise it did because it just came up, like yeah. just like that. Like we're talking about, uh, you know, Kyler Murray going, and I, <laughs> I literally said some players take it too far, mm-hmm. and the first person I thought of was Zeke. Was Zeke? And I don't work for the Cowboys, and I'm not a teammate of his, so you, you can imagine how they feel. You don't you know, work for the Cowboys? No, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, for me, right, like, especially running backs nowadays. <sighs> It doesn't matter. I don't think it even mattered when Zeke was at his, like, I, I don't want to say prime because he's still very good, but, like, when he was just in the league and, and arguing for for, uh, for a bigger contract, more money. I don't think running backs matter that much anymore. I don't think you should pay a running back that much money. I Running backs should absolutely make money because they're very essential to the game, but we've said it before, at least I have, and I don't know if you agree, but running backs are a dime a dozen in this league now. You can pick one up from college and like a you don't even need one from like an Alabama or an LSU or a Michigan, you know, or a USC or there's whatever. There's like tier 1. Yeah. And then there's like you could get a tier 2 pretty yeah, much anywhere. Yeah. And pretty much anywhere, right? Like you don't necessarily need a a I don't know, fucking Christian McCaffrey, you know, like he can do it all, but I mean, if you want a, an effective running back, someone who's going to go 5 years, you know, from his rookie contract to do these things, you're going to get a good one in the second, third, fourth round. Um so when it comes to running backs, I don't really think it matters that much because you could kind of plug and play with running backs. These guys are going to do their job anyway. And again, another good example is Zeke not coming into the season, a couple games into the season and just being like, okay, well, either the Cowboys sucked or they were good that year, but they still lost in the playoffs. <laughs> so it didn't really matter. right? right? And, and th- now when it comes to quarterbacks, it is very yes, different. Because this is, this is what my main point is. Yep. But although I will say before I say my point that you saying that it doesn't really matter because running backs are replaceable mm-hmm. to me is like it doesn't it's almost like you're proving my point because you're like it doesn't matter if they suck because they'll be replaced but maybe mm-hmm. they wouldn't have sucked and been replaced had they been there mm-hmm. 
So I just want to throw it out there. Like, as a player, if you're thinking from a player's point of view, you don't want to be replaced by another guy. Like, running backs are replaceable, so they should definitely be there. Sure, but we're talking about how does it affect the team overall. Right, right, right. And it, I was saying just as a player. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Probably. Because you do wonder, mm-hmm. like, why don't the players show up? And I'll get to that yeah. in a second. And, and if you're a rookie running back, don't get me wrong, you should absolutely show up to those OTAs if you're a fucking rookie. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm over here talking like I'm a seasoned NFL vet. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you are. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched so many seasons of football. It's ridiculous. I got 23 years of <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, you know, like, absolutely show up if you're a rookie. It doesn't matter if you're a first-round pick. It doesn't matter if you're the first overall pick. Or if you're the very last pick, show up, right? So when it comes to Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, um, I I just I, I can't see it affecting it overall. Now, these guys, like we're talking about, Lamar Jackson, MVP. Why does he have to show up to OTAs again if it's if it's voluntary? He knows what um he knows what he's doing, you know, and like you see, and you know, kind of like how you said with the wide receivers. The Ravens are a team that don't really necessarily need wide receivers because they have Mark Andrews, they have J.K. Dobbins, and like you said, you know they don't really need wide receivers. I, on the other hand, think that no matter what, you should absolutely be. It'll, yeah, and that will always be the fallback to the Ravens not being great. They'll be like, exactly. oh, give them some good receivers. Yeah. It's like, why? So they can get pissed off for not getting targeted? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for having 300 yards yeah, for put, the season. Put Odell on that team. <laughs> See how well that works out. It's going to be the Brown situation all over again. Um, but I don't think it affects the team that much. Sure, he you look at this guy, and he's supposed to be basically your leader on offense. And really, um, since the beginning of the NFL, the leader of your team. You know, there's a yeah. coach, and then there's a quarterback. And sure, you have your, like, maybe your middle linebacker or a very seasoned veteran uh, safety or something like that of the de- on the defensive side. But everybody does look at the quarterback. It doesn't matter. They look at the quarterback. Yeah. Who's the quarterback? Who's the quarterback? Is this quarterback good? Why why did they pick him up? Why didn't they trade for him? This guy's on the market. Why, you know what I mean? Like it's it's always like he's like the popular kid at fucking school. Yeah. Who's this guy? If if you know, he makes the school popular or something like that. They touch the football every offensive snap. Every offensive They're snap. They're the only player that does that. Exactly. So uh, and the center. But <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> But yeah, you know, I, I they're gonna be there. They are almost like a, uh, uh, um, I want to say, just a constant. Like you said, they touch the ball every possession, so they're gonna get their reps in. And OTAs, I don't think again because it's voluntary, and unless you're in certain situations where, kind of like Lamar Jackson is, where he doesn't know his wide receivers, would it be helpful? Sure, but I don't think these wide receivers who are nobodies you know let's just say it they're fucking nobodies other than mark andrews um shouldn't be like wow lamar are you serious are you serious right now like you're not gonna come to OTAs? like dude shut the fuck up who are you first of all what have you done on this team you have showed up um maybe i don't know maybe a guy like uh deandre hopkins for kyler murray on the on the cardinals can say that but at the same time he has also dealt with some contract issues you know in his past um, he got traded to the Cardinals. Uh, you know, he wants more money too. I'm sure they paid him money because wide receivers are pretty difficult right. to come by. And he's out for six games. So. Exactly. So, um, overall, for quarterbacks, I just, you know, unless you're like a rookie, a second year, someone who really hasn't proven yourself, I, I, even then, I still don't think it's going to be a huge, huge uh, uh, effect on the team overall. So, I would say 
we we do agree that quarterback is the most important position. So yep. you you would say that is the that is the most important position that there needs to be an emphasis on leadership. Mm-hmm. And with leadership comes standards. And if you have, let me let me walk you through this. You're drafted, mm-hmm. and you you're sitting all day, and you're like, who's gonna call? And the Denver Broncos are calling. And you answer it, and they're like, we're going to take you. You know, it's time to get to work. No, they, you answer, and they're like, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Oakland Raiders call you. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to – all right. So <laughs> so you, you, you're all excited. You're hugging your family. But then it hits mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. It, like, really hits you. Like, I'm an NFL football player, and I'm no longer doing this. Like, I'm not chasing anything, but now I have to prove – that the pressure that they made the right decision. Like I have to prove mm-hmm. that they did right when they drafted me. Yeah. And most kids will even say in their phone call, like, you won't regret this. So I do hear there that a lot, is yeah. a, an enormous amount of pressure on these players. And then they show up. Now we're a Packer. And then they show up <laughs> to OTAs. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think a week before OTAs, you got the rookie training camp. They, they're allowed yeah. one week yeah. before. To, so the rookies show up and they're like doing the rookie thing, you know, like, oh, get ready to get hazed, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then you stupid fuck. OTAs roll over and Aaron Rodgers isn't here. And you're you're a young player that was just drafted and you're a receiver. And somebody comes up to you and goes, Yo, yo, some players don't have to come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now he's almost like he's like a celebrity in their eyes. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. I've heard about him. Everybody has, you know what I mean? He doesn't have to show up. Now, on the flip side, I'm gonna walk you through that same scenario, but Russell Wilson calls you, congratulates yeah. you on being a Bronco, picks you up from the airport, mm-hmm. works out with you at rookie camp, and then when OTA start, he's literally teaching you all of his wealth of knowledge because yeah. he is uh, just a student of the game, always learning, mm-hmm. and just on the sideline, like teaching, hey, when you do this, you know, go out like that. Don't worry about looking back. Now, you're telling me that these teams are going to have the same experience when kickoff? It, there's no way, and this is why. Because if you have more reps, then you have a advantage that the people that miss don't. And that that's like a fact. You can't say that getting more reps leads to, you know, an equal advantage. Like if you're mm-hmm. there early and you're getting more reps, like and here's the bottom line. Russell Wilson doesn't have to be there. He really mm-hmm. doesn't. He could be mm-hmm. like, I need to spend this time with my family. Mm-hmm. But even if he wasn't going to throw the football, you know what I mean? Like, let's say these guys are so talented that they don't need practice. Okay. Allen Iverson. They don't need practice. <laughs> practice. It's practice. <laughs> well, then then maybe they should show up in a polo and, and just with a clipboard and, like, study their players. Mm-hmm. Oh, I noticed that he, like, he's fallen too – he's dropping his, you know, hips too much when he cuts. Like – they should be out there studying the players like that. Like that's like when you love the game mm-hmm. and you want the team to be successful, you're going to go study your new players mm-hmm. and build chemistry with them. But that's not something that you can like make somebody do. It's called voluntary. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you you should be out there getting those extra reps and and this is my final point. It's not like these players are you know, when you're when you're just work overload and you're just so tired and you're like, I need a break. It's like, dude, these guys work like eight months out of the year. You know, most people work 12 months out of the year. Most people. Most <laughs> yeah, people. Like 98% of the world. <laughs> 98% of the world. Most people don't, you know, 
from February to uh, April, March, <laughs> till you know March. There's no, like no. two months off like between June. between no, no, no. February. It's all February unless yeah. you're in the Super Bowl. Most yeah. teams aren't. Yeah. February, March, March April, April, May. That's a draft. June, May. Forgot May. For March, April, May. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. May. <laughs> that doesn't matter. And then May does the rookie thing. And then June is like kind of when things like kick up. Yeah. That's yeah. almost five months. That's almost half the year. So like I just don't see the excuse to be like not showing up to OTAs. Like you got more time off <laughs> than most people in the world do. And you make more money than the 0.1% of the world. Yeah. Like the lowest paid guy on your team makes 400 grand a year. Mm-hmm. It's like. Come on, and those guys are on practice squads making four hundred, yeah. three hundred thousand dollars a year. You're telling me that it's not important to show up to to OTAs. You're totally wrong because, and I have proof of it, no, because all the players in the uh, the the press conferences after mm-hmm. practice have literally said like, "What's it like having Russell here?" Even Cortland Sutton, the mm-hmm. guys that aren't rookies, they're like, "What What's the biggest difference you've noticed from having you know a guy like Russell Wilson here?" And be like, "He's a teacher." He's got so much knowledge. Yeah. He, you know, he critiques me, and he does it over and over and over. Like once Rogers shows back up to Green Bay, mm-hmm. the stuff that he's going to talk to his players about, we talked about that months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And now it's just about getting better and better and better. And when the season starts, you need to be able to take off running. Why do you think Green Bay shit the bed against the Saints Week One? Like, what happened? Yeah. Oh, they needed a tune-up game. They weren't ready. Like, why yeah. weren't they ready? Like college. <laughs> yeah, tune-up game. <laughs> tune-up you game. get a tune-up game. Like, you can tell the, the teams that are putting it together. Like, we don't have, like, people missing OTAs. We, we have one player that's not at OTAs, Melvin Gordon. It's because he's working with a running back coach. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're all on the same page. And when you have people missing OTAs, you you basically are saying, if I get better, then the standard drops. Mm-hmm. If I get better, then I don't have to be participating in these, you know, these events. But if you're a winner and a competitor, it doesn't matter how good you get. Like, you're going to be there. Yeah. And But let me ask you this. How many Super Bowls does Aaron Rodgers have? How many has he won? One. How many is it has Russell Wilson one. won? I'm saying one. Like one the Super Bowl? Yes. I know, I'm just kidding. No. One. <laughs> okay. How many has Russell Wilson won? He's won one. So should have won two. Obvious differences. If they ran the ball, the it would have won. Yeah, two. that's true. There's obvious differences between the two. You know, you are you're absolutely right. Russell Wilson is there. He's showing players. He's being proactive like that. Aaron Rodgers is almost a complete opposite. And maybe I, I, I can't really go back to when he was like in his first few years in the league, right? I can't remember if he went to the OTAs or not. I just don't care, right? I'm not a Packers fan. Right. But now he's obviously changed. And if not, he's been the same, not attending OTAs for some reason, whatever that it may be. So why is it that these two guys who are supposed to get to the OTAs, supposed to get these reps in, supposed to, you know, uh, teach these kids, these not kids, these guys, these grown men who are their wide receivers, who are their teammates, why do they both have one Super Bowl then? It... it it's relative. Because you'll see this year why. But because now that Russell Wilson's not on that team, I want you to see how much turmoil the Seahawks are going to go through this year. <laughs> that is like, he was literally, but, somehow he held that team together. He had the Legion of Boom, and he mm-hmm. did what he was supposed to do. He should have won two yeah. Super Bowls when he Should've, had that yeah, defense for two years. Sure. And then that defense fell apart. 
and offensive philosophy was not there. They were he, Pete Carroll is stubborn in defense and run the football. But but I, I guess what I'm getting at is here, right? With like voluntary OTAs, uh, you can absolutely make the argument. But again, it's relative to what these guys are experiencing. You're absolutely right. When when we look at it, you know, we're we work five days a week, six days a week, sometimes overtime, whatever it is we do, right? Right. People, that's like we said, 98 percent of the world. 99% of the U.S., right? Football is number one in the U.S., no question. But it's relative to what we're experiencing. It's easy for me to say, oh, well, if I'm making uh, $15, $20 million a year, I'm going to go to everything. That's very easy for me to say right. versus these guys who have been doing it for decades for 10 years plus, right? And they are very good. Aaron Rodgers has won multiple MVPs. Uh, Russell Wilson, I'm sure, has won a couple MVPs, or I don't think he has, actually. But he's, he's had a Super Bowl. He's had success. He's had sustained success. It's very, very relative to what we're experiencing versus them. I don't think... Fastest what, fastest player to win 100 games yeah, see, like so, ever. And that's what I mean. He's had success doing what he does by himself, right? Like, like he has his own... But he um, goes to OTAs. He goes to OTAs, right? And Aaron Rodgers apparently does not. That's whatever. But they but both the have Packers won the Super Bowl at the that, end. that same success. But it's not... Uh, and, but I, I, I would disagree. Well, are you talking about, like, personal accolades? Well, if, if we're just talking... Let's say Russell Wilson's Super Bowls are more relevant. And if you okay. had to pick right now which quarterback you'd want on your team, it wouldn't be Aaron Rodgers for two years. It's like, oh, maybe we could squeak three years out of him. Russell Wilson wants know, to play man. for 12 more years. Sure, yeah, that's and it, true. And he's going to be... True. And that's true, And you're going to see yeah, this year how much an offensive philosophy impacts a, a, a player and a quarterback. And this is, this is so cool that you brought this up because the guy that you're making me compare Russell Wilson to, mm -hmm. his offensive coordinator is now the Broncos head coach. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to see with those <clears throat> same weapons and those same resources but, how much better Russell Wilson will be this year than Aaron Rodgers. Sure, but but this is these are all these are all speculations, right? These are all spec like don't get me wrong. I, I I know what you're saying, but these are all speculations. Aaron Rodgers has probably off the top has probably been in more playoff games than Russell Wilson. For two years straight, Russell Wilson was – he went to the Super Bowl two years in a row, right? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, so he went to the Super Bowl two years in a row. Probably some, something that Aaron Rodgers has not done. He, Aaron Rodgers went to the Super Bowl, won it, has never been there since. Okay, but what we're talking about is how this affects the team in OTAs voluntarily. Both of these guys do completely opposite end of the spectrum things, right? And you clearly explain that, and that's fine. I get that. They both only have one ring. So if the ultimate goal – of going to uh, like voluntary OTAs, teaching your guys, be getting more reps with them, and how you were saying, right? The more reps, the better. How do these rookies feel when they see Aaron Rodgers at voluntary uh, workouts with the team? How do they see uh, Russell Wilson coming to volunteer? You know, that does affect a certain person. But again, it's all relative to what we're seeing. And 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 look, look, we do this because we love talking talking football yeah. and we're gonna have these opinions it's fine but what i'm saying is i don't think it affects the team in such a way where they're not going to win a championship if their star quarterback or just their quarterback in general doesn't have to be a star right is not a voluntary otas I'll, I'll i'll finish with this so i get what you're saying you're like this is not the straw that's breaking your season's camel's back mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Like, I, this is not the, the mountain I'm going to die on. Yeah, this you know isn't, I mean? like, the, the most important pinnacle of but, the season. But or I will like that. say that a Super Bowl-winning team is usually not one big play, but it's just a bunch of little things that are done consistently through the season. Mm-hmm. And it starts at OTAs. And in the and I'll, your point about um, relevance, I totally understand that. It's not even fair for me to pretend to act like I know what it's like to be a millionaire. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Ben, you know, I, I'm going to miss my 18th OTA when I already know literally by heart every walkthrough and how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the actual player needs it, but we're talking about the team. I think that that is really important that your presence is there. You're supposed to be the leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you need to show up there for your rookies. You need to introduce yourself. If you don't mm-hmm. want to throw the football and you want to save your arm, hold the clipboard. Just be out there joking. Like show up for a couple hours and drive yeah. away. You know what I mean? Just like show the players that like who you are. Like they they're the first time they're going to meet you, you're not even going to be able to be like chilling out and cracking jokes because you're going to be like okay, like I got to get up to speed. In two months, we play the Vikings, you know? Okay. Versus, you know, all this time where you can build camaraderie. Like, when uh, when Russell got that giant Airbnb in Florida and flew all of our wide receivers out there, mm-hmm. it wasn't because they were going to get so much better in those two weeks. It's because that's what teammates do. Like, hey, mm-hmm. before we before we go after this prize, we need to all have each other's back. We need to all be family. Mm-hmm. We need to be brothers when we take the field. And can people say that about Aaron Rodgers? Probably not. He's probably more of a celebrity to the team. And whatever. He'll still have success because he's extremely talented. But Tom Brady doesn't go to OTAs, and he's got seven rings. So your whole, like, Russell Wilson, like, once they both have one, it's like you can't judge, you know, like, you know football's weird. With, like, comparing player to player, it's super weird. Like, Matt Stafford had never been to a Super Bowl. He won But he was locked up in that penitentiary <laughs> called Detroit and the, the the minute that he got himself free he got himself a ring I I want that on a quote card <laughs> he was locked up in that penitentiary called Detroit Michigan I'm gonna make that a thing with you just a very passionate kitsman like ah. locked up yeah so that was great that was locked nice. up they won't let me out <laughs> but it's almost kind of playing to my point that OTAs aren't very necessary or affect the team that much. Now, what I will say, and you kind of, you know, as you were talking, I was like, oh, shit, maybe this is where, like, a head coach really matters, is how that head coach, because we, we've said, and this is kind of getting away from the argument, which I will get back to, but Tom Brady does not need to be coached by Bill, Bill Belichick to be great. He showed that when he won his, his ring in Tampa. Does the coach now matter to these role players? I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, minimize these guys to role players, but they are role players to a quarterback, right? So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, do they have like a huge effect now on rookies, on uh, three, four, five year guys now to 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 coach them up and be like, when Tom Brady fucking whips the ball at you, you better be at this spot, and this is how you do it. Wide receivers coach take over, blah 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 blah. Right. So now that's kind of an interesting point. We I, I don't know if you have like a comment on it, go ahead, but I just didn't want well, to get I'm, too I'm far to, into it. No, no, no. I, I'm trying to understand it better. Are you saying like they need more time to like get reps with the, with the player? Yeah. Uh, I guess what I'm, how I'm, how I'm uh, uh, relating this to our argument right now is you're saying um, these players, like a quarterback, like a Russell Wilson, like an Aaron Rodgers have a huge effect on the team. Yeah. But now 
because these guys look up to them, right? Right. So, but there's guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and and a lot of other successful quarterbacks who don't go to these OTAs because they don't necessarily need the coach. Right. But now these guys go to the voluntary OTAs. They don't see him there. They're getting coached up by this great coach, like a Bill Belichick, for example, right? right? Does does now does he have a huge effect on them to when Tom Brady, Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson come? come into the OTAs or the mini camps. Is that where Absolutely. that effect comes into? I think so, because if you think about any time you've been in a new job and you, there's all these unknowns, it could be a new job, you moved to a new city, mm-hmm. you lived in a new neighborhood. Everything that is your first impression will usually be what you fall back on forever. Like mm-hmm. I, I saw a, a thing that like the food at a restaurant is ranked the fifth like deciding factor if they're coming back. They, most people have made up their mind if they're coming back before their food hits the table is what I mean to say. Mm-hmm. Which means like we're very, um, what do you say, like imperse, impression? Oh, yeah, first impression. Like, oh, we're, oh, we're very... Um, you know what word I'm trying to say? Yeah. Impressionable. Impressionable, like yes. So if the head coach is like your first person, you know what I mean, that mm-hmm. like plays that role, it should be, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we talked about certain quarterbacks probably don't need coaches. Like if Tom Brady yeah. didn't have a coach this yeah. year, I think he'd be okay. Yeah. So with that said, I think the most important coach for a wide receiver is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And his voice will never probably be as powerful as the first voice that he heard when he showed up. Yeah. So I do think, dude, I think that's what this is all about. I think it's about, you know, and... Like, you've seen the butterfly effect. Like, long-term, you know, it could even change the way that they look at things, you know? Like, that's why, like, sorry, I don't try to talk about Denver on this podcast all the time, but it's, like, the only thing I'm super knowledgeable about. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, like, that's why the Broncos put so much emphasis in in drafting locker room guys. Mm -hmm. Like, this guy's a good locker room guy. Like, every time they draft, there's, like, stories on YouTube about these foundations and this and that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the dude could have been a genius, but he wanted to play football. Like, like guys th- who win the Walter Payton Award yeah, at the yeah. end of it for, yeah. And it, and those things matter, you know? Those things matter. Mm-hmm. Those things matter when you're on a three-game losing skid. Mm-hmm. And you need to look at each other and be like, hey, like, the, we can't lose hope right now. Like, we're still a good team, and we got to go fight. That stuff, like, that doesn't happen over time. Like, to trust that trust. It can't just be built like that. Like it, it starts when you show up and a person that absolutely doesn't need to be there mm-hmm. is there because he cares about you. That's mm-hmm. where trust is developed and that's where it grows. And that's I what you're saying about the OTAs, yeah. right? Okay. So like I don't think that this is like the make it or break it of all time. Mm-hmm. Like you miss OTAs, like forget about it. Yeah. But I do think that when it comes to leadership, it's the small things that matter the most. Absolutely. And I would agree with that. I just don't think that they they affect the team in the greatest way ever, right? Like like in in your that's exactly what you said. This isn't the make or break. Oh, a voluntary OTAs are not gonna fucking kill us. <laughs> no, season. they would be mandatory. If they yeah, were. exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why many camp preseason, all that should exist. I just I just don't think you know, the OTAs matter that much for you know for those reasons. And you know we've gone we've gone a little long with this one. I I, I like it. I kind of like yeah the, yeah. You know, these I little, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good because we weren't at each other's throats. That's off the podcast. We're going to beat the shit out of each other. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I like that. I just, uh, for me, again, I don't believe that skipping OTAs necessarily uh, makes the team look at you bad. Now, for someone like, like you know, you say you don't want to talk about the Broncos too much, but I don't want to talk about the Bears too much, but someone like Justin Fields, 
who had a pretty bad off year last year, and he was a rookie, right? Understandable. But if he doesn't come to OTAs, is he at OTAs? Yes, at least from what I've I've, I've read. <laughs> he's not that guy. Um, but if he's not at OTAs, it's it, then it becomes like an issue. And not like, be, do not, you even love football? Yeah, it comes and, to that. And, and and it's not even like, do you love football? It's more like, are you in it for the money, or are you in it for? Uh, the all the years from Pee Wee to now that you've played, and um, you know, like you said, do you love football? Yeah. Do you actually enjoy competition? Do you jo- do you enjoy the game? Right. If he, if someone like that wasn't there, then it's kind of like okay, well, this is a very bad look on someone who fumbled the balls, fumbled the balls, fumbled the ball in the double digits last year and had double digit interceptions. Yeah, I, w- I would was agree. He a, was he a Ricky? Sure, but. So was Russell Wilson. Yeah, cause if your personal investment's not at a 90, you know, or a 95, you're not going to be in those Super Bowl teams who always have a quarterback that's at 100% investment yeah. all in. You're not going to compete with the Tom Brady's and the Russell Wilson's and the people that are... Mitch you know, Trubisky. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll wrap that whole thing up. You guys can put in the comments that you agree with me. It's not a big deal. Aguilar, you're fucking returned. All right, other notable people that missed OTAs, we got Aaron Darnold and Jalen Ramsey. Darnold. Aaron Darnold, huh? Sorry. (laughs) Dude, they know by now. They're not even – they don't even question it. They're like, Donald. Donald, (laughs) yep, yep, we got it. Okay, so list them again. Sorry, I missed the first. Yeah, you're good. Aaron Donald, Uh Jalen Ramsey for the Titans. We got Derrick Henry, 49ers, not a surprise, Debo Samuel. Not a surprise. Nick Bosa and Trent Williams. Mm -hmm. The Chargers are missing the running back, Austin Eckler. The Browns defensive end, Jadavion Clowney, which is funny because he just signed a deal. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he just did. just signed his deal and was like, "All right, I'm rich, bitch." <laughs> He's still spending his his signing bonus. Uh, they will missing their left guard. No one cares. The Saints they're missing Jarvis Landry, Alvin Kamara, Alvin yeah. Kamara. We haven't really talked about, but I don't even know if he's gonna play this year. He's still under. Or is he? I don't even know if he's, he's like. Been... There's like a whole lawsuit going on. He almost yeah. killed a man. Yeah, yeah. Um. No, that was like a very serious incident. So we'll keep you updated on that when we hear something. Yeah, it's kind of we weird something. that we haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it is kind of weird. Demar- Demario Davis uh, for the Saints. When it, Patriots missing their linebacker, Matt Judon. Um, so you look at that. Yeah, Patriots, Bill Belichick, everybody shows up. <laughs> the only guy that didn't show up, we don't even know. Yeah, He's probably yeah, he's, got a family he's issue. He's cut. Oh, yeah, or that. <laughs> Where's where are you at? OT yeah, started see, yesterday. Uh, my grandfather's in the hospital. He's about to, you're cut. You're yeah. done. <laughs> see, to me, that's not a coincidence, like at all. I just, you know, that there's a standard. Uh, Falcons got a running back, Cordell Peterson, Patterson, Patterson, and cornerback Casey Hayward. The Bengals are missing their safety oh, Jesse God. Bates, the third, not to be confused with the second or the first. <laughs> The Chiefs are missing left tackle Orlando Brown, who they recently just signed in the offseason. Yeah. And the Bills safety Jordan Poyer is gone with Micah Hyde. And the Broncos are missing Melvin Gordon. And the Commanders are missing Terry McLaren. McLaurin. 
McLaren. Like scary, the car. Scary Terry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, gonna... we, we could see here that there's, like, notable people, like, when it comes to the quarterbacks. They're yeah. pretty much all shown up. We know that Lamar's not. We know that Aaron Rodgers hasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyler Murray just now showed up. I think Tom and Brady it, was missing, but, I mean, it's Tom he's, Brady. No one cares, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. golfing right now yeah, he does. with Aaron Rodgers. With Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> they're such bad influences Patty on Mahomes, each other. Uh, they're out yeah, there they golfing, laughing. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe those guys are running sprints right now. <laughs> and they're such opposites. He's like, you think you think Tom Brady ever goes to Aaron Rodgers like, dude, I got seven times more Super Bowl rings. Than yeah, that's no, why. I think Tom Brady goes up to Aaron Rodgers. He's like, dude, friends tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. You need to go to OTAs. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your number one? Who's your number one right now? Um, oh, but man, yeah, like good. you can see here that it's mostly positional players. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a lot of those players are working out with positional experts during this time especially the players that know the system, know the playbook. They don't need to be there, you know, yep. with tablets learning the plays. So not surprised, um, but that's OTAs. That's kind of where we're at right now with the with the NFL and, you know, where the season's at pretty soon. It's not going to be voluntary. The stuff's going to get more real. Things are going to pick up. Yep. And unfortunately, with that comes some unfortunate injuries. But, you know, that's another good thing about OTAs. I never mentioned it, but... It's uh, it's non-contact, so there. It's a great opportunity to Two get the touch. training without. <laughs> it's the Pro Bowl. <laughs> it's a great opportunity to get that, Facts. get those reps without the um, the chance of getting hurt. Dude, that's so funny. They play the Pro Bowl before the season. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is more exciting because yeah, we don't know who's gonna start. Exactly. You know, what <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, are you done with OTA stuff? Yeah, I am. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed. It's time for the <laughs> Argument of the Week with Kyle and Rick. We might have to make one that's just like the Argument, argument of, the of the Week. week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hope you enjoyed. It's time. And they're like, oh, no, we're doing this again. again what the, did I hit back? Did I hit fucking playback on my thing? All right. Um, but, yeah, we hope you enjoyed that. The button was really cool to make. Um, fun story. That's Kyle's voice, but just you, distorted. You, you did say last week that i beat you in a video game 73 to 10 or we couldn't remember the exact score but it was bad we have we've been talking about madden a lot yeah not the player rest in peace john madden yep but we've been talking about the video game mm-hmm. and we kind of got a story right here where the things have collided into each other so yeah what's going on so john madden like you said rest in peace to, to john madden he will be on the cover of madden 2023 um, and this is this came in uh, uh, on June first. The 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 pretty much the the I guess it was like the anniversary of when the first one ever came out. Is it really yeah. this year? June first of like ninety eight or something like that. Really is when it when it when it actually first came out the game, and he was he was on it, so he's back on it. Um, he was uh, it was Nintendo sixty four. Was it? And it was, yep. And it was just a, a picture of him. I, I'm not sure. Oh, sorry. 1988, June 1st, 1988. The first, the, the the first launch of John Madden football on June 1st, 1988. Um, and yeah, like you said, right? Like it, it, it's it's cool to have him on. There's going to be three unique Madden NFL 23 covers, and they will pay tribute to different chapters in John Madden's life. Um, Someone, uh, one of the guys, uh, artwork from Chuck Styles, who's responsible for the Madden 23 All Madden Edition. He said, as someone who grew up loving football, playing in the suburbs of West Philly, 
it's a full circle moment to now be able to contribute to the culture of the sport by honoring an icon like John Madden, who has influenced generations of football fans through his passion for football and unmistakable energy through my art. So he's made one of the one of the uh, one of the three uh, covers. <clears throat> so it's actually just like a really cool thing. And um, the man, I, I think this was the reveal or the, the full reveal will actually be uh, today. Not that we've released the episode June second. It's gonna it's gonna come out. I guess all three versions of it will be coming out today. So definitely go check a, take a look at that on uh, the at uh, Madden NFL twenty three. I think on the Madden just Twitter or Instagram, whatever it is you follow, um, they should have all three covers revealed today. Um, but yeah, man, I think it's really cool. You know, someone who really did bring a lot of football fans, like like. You have people, you know, in the Pro Bowl, we talked about it last week, who play this shit as players who play it for the Pro Bowl now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a thing now. It's an event. And people live stream the game. Something that I got my ass kicked in uh, by you, I guess. Um, <laughs> by a professional, Kyle get his ass kicked. But And the, there's people that kick my ass just to tell you how bad he is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want people, like, challenging me. There's 11-year-old <laughs> kids who kill Kyle, so you can only imagine how bad I am. <laughs> no, I'm not good. At just he's terrible. Yeah, I am just absolute garbage. But this is really cool, man. I, I am honestly going to probably buy one of them. Or yeah. maybe all three, and and keep them because I, I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't have a fucking PlayStation or anything right now, and I feel like it would just take up a lot of time. Yeah, if I, I had a PlayStation, that. it'd be bad. I would do that too. Um, I think that's how I wanted to do with the Kobe Bryant edition of the new NBA. Oh yeah, yeah. and I never did it just because I didn't have an extra hundred bucks to just yeah. spend in a video game. But yeah, you know, ideally you do want to you know hold on to these like kind of you know there's not a lot of these mm-hmm. these type of things. Yeah. And I and I, I wanted to ask you a question because I think I think it's interesting about how timing comes into play in a lot of this because mm-hmm. John Madden's last season he coached in 1979, mm-hmm. so eight years later you know technology starts and the the video game is made yeah. so it was like he was he was relevant as like one of the most prolific coaches mm-hmm. and then he retires and video games start and they pick him and they just stick with it yeah you know like yeah it's crazy it's like imagine Bill Belichick. And video games haven't come out yet, and he retires, and then in eight years, it would yeah. it would probably be called Belichick. You know what I mean? Because Belichick, it's it's yeah. all about an era, you know, and and the timing of things, you know. And He'd just be angry on all all the covers. He would, but you know, <laughs> he doesn't sign the rights like off for that game. So like every coach that you see on the sideline when you're playing the game, it looks just like him. It's like kind of weird. You yeah. know, they've gotten really good at it. Yeah, the yeah. players, you know, they got their helmets on, so you can't really see them. But the kind coaches. It's like, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, how'd they do that? How the f- when the Patriots, when you play the Patriots, they if you challenge the flag when they show the coach, it's not even Bill Belichick. He didn't really? like sign the exclusive rights to be in the video game. It's not him at all. It's some wow. made-up character they that they had to use. Wow. And I, I, so I guess they wouldn't use Belichick. <laughs> yeah, I know. At the end of the day, right? But yeah, I think the timing, you know, of that is is interesting to talk about because it makes people, especially in our, you know, in the new coming age where you know what is it, millennials, Gen X, and stuff like that. Gen Z. It turns people to history. Mm-hmm. You know, like why is the video game called Madden? Yeah. And and maybe get into older sports because 
you know, football has evolved a long way. A you lot, know, a lot, even a the lot. video game, if you yeah. look at pictures of what it looked like, mm-hmm. you know, in 1988, it's like that was Madden and you see it now. <laughs> and somebody walks in the room and they're like, they think you're watching the game for real. Yeah. You know, and it's just. There's been videos of that, like, of like people playing like FIFA or like you said, Madden or NBA 2K. Or so. Yeah, that looked terrible. That was Madden. <laughs> that was like, if you, you guys can't see this, but it was like an, an eagle eye view at somewhat of an angle. <laughs> of just dots. Of, of, of like Different colored dots. Yeah, like 16, 8, 16 bit like players on, you know, it's just a bunch of pixelated players playing. But um, yeah, man, I just, it's crazy like how real, like you said, it is now because people really do think you're playing a game. It's like, wow, how do they get these camera angles? And why does x circle in this <laughs> pop up when you when you know like at yeah. random times like i'm playing fucking madden <laughs> the challenge yeah you know yeah. uh 2k in 2000 i think it was 2007 five, five was five, it 2k five or seven something like that they yeah. made an espn version of football yeah it was it was the best football video game ever i loved it yeah like it, they even had a halftime show that they yep. would play they had like, a post-game interview with like the player of the game yeah it'd be random it'd be like oh Susie colbert is down there with dude it was so real it was so it was real like, and like you said they had the post-game interview from like espn it yeah. was like uh, i don't i don't remember which anchor it was but they'd be like and the chris bears berman. Chris, berman. chris berman yeah whoop yeah, yeah. Whoop. <laughs> and like and and you know they come out on top with so the much w. nostalgia yeah in that game it, oh i love that game that was my favorite game ever and I'd then play with, madden bought it They're yeah like, oh we can't have that we can't have competition but goddamn monopoly but like it's great yeah no, the nostalgia it, is it's great perfect timing and it was funny because i don't know why it came up but yesterday coincidentally usually these things happen where i like look something up and the next day it's like oh jerry judy's arrested i was just looking at or talking about how the broncos had no players that were in trouble for the first time in a while mm-hmm. this week it was me looking up who was the lead to be the cover of madden yeah and there was um cooper cup was oh. on the list okay but it didn't have madden you know what i mean and and ah. i don't know why it didn't occur to me you know i should have known mm-hmm because I remember the day that he passed, mm-hmm. I was like, he's gonna be on the cover in the next Madden. I was, yeah, I said it yeah. that day, and you know, it totally got lost on me. It's just, you know, it's been a crazy year, but I think this is the right thing. I think it's super cool, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see. You know, obviously they're gonna have some kind of like extra feature where they probably take you through like his life where you'll be the player of Madden, and I, then you'll coach as him. Like, I I heard something about. An all Madden, like John Madden coaching versus John Madden and two all Madden teams, like two all Madden teams, like, like, like the best quarterback of a certain decade versus another best quarterback. And all those team and all the players on those teams are like Hall of Famers. Yeah. yeah. So that, I think that's one of the features. I may have read that wrong, but I, I'm positive it is going to be like John Madden versus John Madden yeah. in an all with all Madden teams going against each other. I'm it just like that's fucking such cool. A fun time to oh, be yeah, a video to game creator. That? Oh, absolutely, dude. That that must be like because you get to like take a pick of like Hall of Fame players. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab Walter Payton as a running back, and I'm gonna grab uh, Barry Sanders as a running back. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get uh, Jerry Rice. Jerry you Rice. Know. You know all these guys, and it's just like. That's fun. For and f- I'm going to create them realistic because we're so used to seeing these guys with not a lot of effort. They're just kind of like 
that's Jerry Rice. And yeah. it says, like, Rice. Yeah. They're going to probably create these characters the same with the same amount of energy that they create, like, Ezekiel Elliott and stuff like yep. that, where it's, yep. like, feels real. It's like, mm-hmm. that's cool, man. I'm excited. I think the game is usually released in August, the third week, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. I think so, too, yeah. Um, so I'll be looking out for that. Yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time and and like I said I'm gonna I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna buy them and if I do get a PlayStation or something by that point I think I'll get two copies just to be safe. Um, but yeah, that was even uh, if you don't play it, you know what I mean. Just yeah, to have one. No, like, I'm going to have one with like the plastic. I'm gonna have that forever. And you know, eventually, because like collecting things nowadays is like really cool. And yeah, cards eventually, are back too. Exactly. Eventually, this game is going to be worth quite a bit of money. So my uh, my buddy Morty, maybe we could talk about it on the podcast one day. But he's mm-hmm. got football cards that are worth over ten thousand dollars now collectively. Oh my! God. He's got like a rookie Tom Brady, and like these are like PFA graded ten out of ten. Like, and and he said it's so cool because it's not just having something of value, but it's like fun to look at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, because you're not really like tempted to sell something that you're actually attached to and you want to keep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, ever you need to, it's there to sell. So that's um, a little side piece. But yeah, we can totally do that. That would actually be really cool. But yeah. Um, I do want to get into some sad news. Um, I kind of want to leave this to the very end, but I just kind of want to say it off the top. Uh, we just want to give our condolences to the family of Marion Barber. And Jeff Gladney, who sadly passed away um, just uh, these last couple weeks, or this last week. Yeah, man, just yesterday. So For Marion Barber, Jeff Gladney, to a terrible car accident. Marion Barber still, uh, still um, I think th- nobody, th- nobody knows a cause of death yet. Yeah, not, not a lot's been released. Just they've said no foul play. Yeah, that's the only thing that's suspected. really been said. Yeah, so we just want to give condolences to those families. Uh, really young guys. I mean, 38 years old. Marion Barber was 38, and Jeff Gladney was 25, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, it seems like we're going through kind of a wave right now. Yeah, you know, man. Where we're losing. Um, you know, not. It's just kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when when John Madden passed. You know, he was old, and people were still like saying like, "Fuck, this is yeah, so surprising." Yeah, it's, it's crazy. like no, it's like he's old. He's you know what I mean? Guy, Older yeah. people die, and it's super sad. But surprising? No, not really like surprising. But like these guys are twenty five and thirty eight, and like surprising 21. is Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, like that is like and these guys. This is totally tragic. Yeah, these guys didn't even get to live a full life. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And like death, you know, when you when you think about it, like all we can hope for is that we got to experience the most life possible before it happens. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that somebody might have lived, you know, twenty five percent of you know their life expectancy. Super it's sad. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Super so yeah, I just want to give our condolences to them. Um, I didn't really know too much about Jeff Gladney, but again, when any young life is taken, no matter what, it's sad. It yeah. Does not matter. And like it is any, sad. anybody that's in the NFL kind of is in this like bubble of family where we kind of appreciate like what they do for a living and yeah. what they provide for like the people and we respect the process and the journey because we know they had to stand out in high school mm-hmm. to get into the college and stand mm-hmm. out in college to get drafted. So it's like even the players, like I, I told you before too, I was being honest, like I, I didn't know who um, who he was either. But yeah. um, but we still, just as people that love the game, 
kind of respect these players that are part of a really unique like 0.1% of the population. Yeah. And we see these guys compete every year, year in, year out, whether they're good or not. They are definitely putting something out to the world, right? Yeah. Like they're not out they're not just like out here just fucking not doing anything. They're definitely putting something out to the world and you know, you have to respect the game no matter what the game is. So, yeah. Again, big ups to them, you know, huge condolences to their family. Well, I think we had one last thing that we wanted to talk about, if I'm not mistaken. It was the, yeah, we had one more thing, another kind of like serious topic. Uh, so a 23rd lawsuit of sexual assault for Watson. He's Yikes. facing another one. Yeah, 23 now. Uh, this is the type of Jordan number you don't want to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, right? 23. So 23 uh, for Deshaun Watson. And he apparently vehement, vehemently denies the allegations just as he has the other 22. But, you know, unless 23 people got together from different areas of the, of the U.S., I, that's kind of hard to believe, right? So, um, But apparently Nia Smith... Um, He's, she's identified by name, worked for a, a new you salon spa in Houston, had three sessions with Watson. Um, she said that things got progressively weird, um, that he Watson wanted her to focus massaging his, his, his ass pretty much, and then that he brushed up against her, uh, also asked her if she wanted to perform a sexual act, and then the third and final session, Smith, or I'm sorry, Watson pretty much got naked in front of her and was like, I'm not going to cover up unless you have sex with me you know what i mean and and <laughs> me and me and me and god were talking about it earlier read the room if she wants to do it she's gonna do it the first time yeah and you know and this is even asking the first time like it's kind of weird like yeah it's not it's like let in the case that all this is true like yeah. he is he is a rapist you know what i mean i yeah. know that word is really intense but like yeah if you hire somebody to professionally massage you and you turn it into a sexual fantasy because you have uh, a fetish for Mm -hmm. this type of thing and you take advantage of the woman because you're whatever that you call it you know demon or whatever you want to call it whatever Mm -hmm. your problem is is so big that it doesn't matter that she has a distaste for what you want yeah yeah and that you refuse to get dressed yeah. Unless she wants to have sex. Like, dude, settle down. And, yeah. So, so you know how I feel. I've, I've been trying to refrain from having an opinion as much as I can because, look, like, the, I, I do think it's weird that she came out right after this one closed. It's like, why didn't she join the other 22 yeah, at that, that same weird. timing? Yeah. So I almost feel like there could be some, like, no, like, he's not getting away with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm going to... You know, even if it's just for the other women, I I can come up and say that these things happened and I don't want to... Because have you noticed, like, the worse the crime is, the harder it is to acknowledge someone's innocence until they're proven guilty? Yeah, true. Like, if he was, you know, um, being accused of, like, touching little children or something like that, we'd be like, he's fucking disgusting. He yeah. needs to get out of the NFL. Yeah. It's like the worse the crime is, yeah. the harder it is. And it's like, it's, you know, in the case that he is innocent which it you know mm-hmm. i'm not saying he is i'm not saying he isn't it would be really hard for him to have any type of reputation after this you yeah. know because it's, it's just 
whether we want to or not, it's just like it paints this picture of him. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and we didn't know that much about him, but it's just like another thing where, you know, I don't think we were really moving on. We were just kind of waiting to see what would happen. But yeah. then you hear like a, other, a, a whole other new story with new details and yep. new places and same narrative and... Same exact thing that happened to 22 other people. The, yeah, though my only question is like why she didn't join the other women. So, so it actually says here uh, she, she decided that after she watched the segment regarding Watson and his lawsuits on HBO's oh, Real Sports with Brian Gumble, yeah, you gotta so, watch that. So that's why uh, they began airing May 24th, so a little about a week ago or so. Um, that's when she decided she's like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say something because she said uh, in the p in that piece, plaintiff was struck by the courage of the victim's willing to step forward and speak. Was extremely displeased by Watson and his legal team's mistreatment and re-victimization on the plaintiffs. So that's kind of why, you know, and and there are people out there who are gonna say, well, she just wants money, or she realizes that this is like a big thing now, and he might have to pay up or whatever. And they look. Both of those things can exist in this world. Right. She can absolutely want money and just be like, yeah, I want to get rich off this this guy because he did come for a massage and I'm making this up. But also, what also can exist in the, at the same time is she saw the HBO uh, uh, segment about that and would have been like, I have to talk. I have to say something absolutely. because I feel like my story this cannot happen to other women who work in the same field. So those two things can exist. It's really just a matter of which one is true, right? And right. And really, at the end of the day, it's between them two what actually happened. But if there is, you know, that's why we have the legal process. If, if there could be evidence to uphold what she's saying is true or uphold what Watson is saying is true, then let that play out and let's see what happens. But people tend to forget that just because a player is rich, and we've said this before, if... It was all about the money for women. Every NFL player ever would be sued. Yeah. And would have some sort of allegation towards them. So the, the that's one where thing, I'm at. The one thing that I'll, I'll say too, and then I'll leave this alone, but the one thing that I think is also interesting is that in all the stories, you've never heard about physical force. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been like, she's like, he got naked. And then he said that I couldn't leave until we did something. Yeah. So we did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why didn't you say, no, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then if he was going to do that, it would have turned into a physical, you know, he put his hands on me type of situation. Yeah. So it and just did ma- something. Yeah, yeah. It makes me think like I, what I think happened is he's a pervert. And they went with it for money and they feel guilty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's pretty much like how I feel about it. And it's like mm-hmm. perverts should be punished, um, but not the same as rapists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they're, they are not equal crimes. Like, no. So. They're, they're, they're in the same, uh, they're in the same league. Yeah. You know, but yes, absolutely. There's one that's yeah. a little bit, that's way more violent and way more they're, Yeah. The perverts mentally... playing Canadian football. Yeah, <laughs> the rapist is in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, like they I mean? are, like, they are fucking up there. Like, I, it's kind of weird. They're up there with it's kind of weird doing those. Stuff. Yeah, it's kind of weird doing that with the Pro Bowl. But yeah, yeah, yeah but, no, no, but, they're bad. But they're just, very yeah, yeah. bad people. You know what I mean? So they're terrible, terrible. They're in the same league, but like you said, they're just playing a different, different sport or whatever. So yeah, and it, and it's also what you have to figure out is how much you can punish somebody for you know, asking for things. Yeah. We talk about freedom of speech, but 
it's like where do my rights start and yours end? Yeah, where do exactly. my rights begin and yours end? Exactly. Like, and and this is something for the court to figure out, and yeah. they're gonna have a lot more details. But we we needed to bring the news because that did just come out, mm -hmm. and it's super unfortunate for Watson, who just fucked up. is obviously trying to put this chapter behind him, and it doesn't look like he's gonna be able to do that anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, really fucked up from uh, if ever, Watson. Honestly, if honestly, ever. yeah, yeah. Let's we'll get you that see point what happens. For me, where I'm like. If this doesn't work, I wouldn't be surprised if another one comes, you know, yep. and they make it, you know, women around kind of make a deal like, hey, we're not letting this dude, you know what I mean? Just get off with two hundred and thirty yeah, million dollars. Yeah. And to be able to play the sport and have fans cheering for him and have yeah. him, you know, possibly win. And they're like, at the very least, we're going to, you know, bring this into his life. So it's yeah. like he can't, so he be can't ignore it either. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. So that was a little bit of news that just came out recently, um, and that was that was the episode for today. I like that. I like the little button, the argument of the week button. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna get an uh, an intro button made for yeah, us, and yeah. we'll have like a cool cool little intro, kind of like all the uh, experts do, like the Pat McAfee's, yeah, and, uh, Sports Center. But ours probably have like little clips of us, you know, talking. Me and stuff just like. giving Kyle shit. You're an idiot. Shut. The <laughs> Up, Shut Kyle. up, Kyle. Um, but yeah, that, that's to only football. Shut up, <laughs> Shut Kyle. Up, Kyle. Uh, but I hope we, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, go to at Crack One Media. Follow us on YouTube. Search search Crack One Media on YouTube, and you'll see our live stream from the uh, NFL schedule release. Unfortunately, we don't have any episodes of only football up now, but we do have some of Three Up, Three Down, and of Big League Chicago. We're gonna try to get some uh, live streams from us, and of course, a video podcast for you guys too. Um, on Twitter, you could find me at and now Rick, Kyle. Where can they find you on Twitter? You are. It is F T B L all caps only. That is football only podcast. There you go. So yeah, go ahead and uh, follow us. We're gonna start putting a little more content, maybe some clips of episodes and things like that. Also, keeping you updated with football news. Just hitting that retweet button every time yep. we see something that we think is significant, and uh, we'll you know have a you know a lot more information than we're covering you know on a mm -hmm. daily podcast because we don't do these every day, but. And, um, uh, and just real quick, go to crackwoodmedia.com to not only listen to this podcast, but Billy Chicago, three up, three down, check out our blogs, check out our meet the team section. Kyle is on there now with a very zoomed in pick cause he never sent me one. So I had to get it off Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Hey, you know, I, yeah, go, go on there check us out and then rate us on Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever you're listening to us on, please rate us and then share us if you are enjoying the content. And, you know, you guys want to give us 10 bucks a month? Why not? Let us know. We'll, we'll set something up, a couple beers. Uh, we'll shout you out on the pod if you want to. You give us $10, we'll buy you beer and send you a gift. <laughs> and you, pay for shipping. But you, but No, 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 but they have to pay for shipping. Okay, you have okay. to pay for shipping. Um, but, yeah, man, other than that, you got anything else? Uh, no. I'll uh, talk next week, and next week we should have a little bit more news about all these uh, OTA things. It's going to become mandatory soon, so... <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, you guys are going to have to show up eventually. Eventually. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I'll see you next time. All right. See ya. See ya.